RX Cherry Pick is a alternative to the rebate program. And it is as simple as that. Our core philosophy is we believe as much money as possible belongs in your bank account, not your primary's bank account. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hello everyone. Dr. Lisa Faust here with Diversify RX, and I have a return guest uh, on today's episode. We don't get a whole lot of return guests, but so many people just loved hearing from Craig and RX Cherry Pick the first time around. Um, Craig and I talked uh, semi-frequently, and on a recent conversation, we were talking about the upcoming 2024 DIR fee apocalypse, as I have officially named it. I think I need to get some t-shirts made for that. Uh, and how it's going to be a cash crunch for pharmacies. And so I am impassioned about screaming about this from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, because this could be like that final blow to many pharmacy owners who are not prepared from a cash flow perspective to basically handle double DIR fees for the first quarter or first several months of 2024. Now, I know you might be thinking, Lisa, 2024 is a far long way. I can't even worry about next week. Um, this is major. This is absolutely, you know, could be business breaking for many pharmacy owners. And so I want to help you make 2023 the year that you you know, not only increase your profits, which is always our goal, but really to take control and gain back cash flow so that that way you can get through the, the cash crunch that is coming in 2024. And hands down, I will go on the record and say it right now that improving your cash flow, one of the best ways to do that is to switch to purchasing your drugs from RX Cherry Pick. And so that is why I have Craig back on today. We're going to be talking about cash flow and what pharmacies can do to start preparing now for the impending apocalypse that is coming in 2024. So Craig, I'm so excited that you're back on. I love hanging out and talking with you. I'm actually quite impressed that you're wearing a like suit and tie, like normal, like business attire. Normally, Craig, if you ever run into him at a show is like the loudest Hawaiian shirt on him. Um, so he's actually very subdued today, but um, thank you for joining us. And why don't you give everybody who maybe didn't see our first episode and doesn't know who RX Cherry Pick is, um, give them a little overview of who you are and what you guys do. Yep. Um, thank you, Lisa. You know, it's always a pleasure working with you. And it's always a pleasure working with someone who literally is the only person and organization that is out there that's working to save independent pharmacies. Um, RX Cherry Pick is a alternative to the rebate program. Um, and, and it is as simple as that. Our core philosophy is we believe as much money as possible belongs in your bank account, not your primary's bank account. Um, and, and that slips us into two categories. One is savings, one is cash flow. Cash flow can happen very quickly and it is a much, it's a very large number. Um, and, and we'll kind of talk about the benefits of having that lump of money in your bank account. Um, but I think that when we look at this, um, I think at, at the show, Lisa, when you were so bold as to actually put 
me on stage, which is never a for sure thing. Um, the the I had given the audience the formula, and the cash flow formula is take your number of prescriptions you dispense per day, and multiply it times one thousand dollars. This is a conservative estimate, and so if you do two hundred and fifty prescriptions a day in six weeks, you will put $250,000 into your bank account. Um, and, and that's just a simple function of math. Most people are either on weekly payments or two week payments. Um, and, and we push that out now to 45 days, a major, well, actually the largest secondary in the country um, because we apply a lot of pressure to the, the really the four top secondary wholesalers that we work with, they moved their generic to 60-day terms. No one has 60-day terms. So this, this really starts to impact the pharmacy. I am, you know, I'm very interested in what Lisa has to say about the coming apocalypse. This is this is unnerving to me um, that that this is going to be taking place. So we have to start preparing now. And part of that is, is getting a large sum of money uh, into the bank. And one of the things that swings around really quickly is when you have cash flow. Well, let's say this. Why? Let, let's ask the question. The only answer you really need to know is why is it so important? for primaries to have cash flow and they use a rebate to get, it's really important. That's all you hear, compliance, 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 and you'll get this rebate. It's cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. We want your cash flow. So you should keep your cash flow. When you keep your cash flow now, now you're not paying bank penalties. You're not paying bank interest. Um, you, you know, how many pharmacies are out there when they're strapped that they call up the primary and they say, can, um, can I push off my payment for just a few days because I'm going to be reimbursed and I, then I can make my payment. Well, of course, your primary is going to sit there and go, uh, absolutely not a problem. But, but you might pay a 10, 15 or 20 percent penalty plus a heavy interest rate, well, you've just destroyed that month, that, that month's profit margin by that. If you're holding the money in there and you can cover those bills, not pay those payments to the primary, now all of a sudden you're, you're, it, it compounds itself on the savings. There's more to savings than just the price of your drugs. Yep, absolutely. And I talked to so many pharmacy owners and many think that their problem is low profitability. And certainly that is an aspect of what causes the struggles for pharmacy owners. But more often than not, the biggest pressure point that they have is cash flow. And, and it's not one, it's not understanding how cash flows in business, because frankly, I mean, when I opened my pharmacy, I didn't understand that either. The only way that I learned is because uh, I almost grew myself out of business a few times and I got to, I got to know that feeling of like, holy crap, I can't pay payroll. What, you know, what do I do? So I learned in the school of hard knocks of, about cash flow. but one, we don't understand cash flow, And two, we've been um, duped, I'll say for many, many years in pharmacy, thinking that the rebate system 
is the way to go. And, and frankly, you, you said it perfectly. When you participate in the rebate system, you are paying the highest possible price for drugs. You are giving the wholesaler your money in hopes that you're a good boy, you know, for the next few months and you get to earn some of it back. And so basically you're giving the wholesalers a complete interest-free loan of your cash when you participate in the rebate system. And so when you step outside of that rebate system, and I always use, I always talk about net upfront pricing is kind of like the words that I use. It's like, I just want to pay for my drug like I pay for my milk. When I go to the store, it says $3.29 or $2.99. I know when I go to the register that it's going to be that price. There isn't, I don't expect the, you know, to get money back later um, as a rebate. I'm just going to make that decision up front. And it's so strange that it's normal in pharmacy that we don't really know the price of the drugs that we're buying. I mean, we really don't because you get an invoice cost, but then it's like there's this mysterious rebate that might come in the future. And I've seen rebates as far out as three years, which is ridiculous. Like, how can I run a business today and in three years from now get some sort of credit? Like, that is just absolutely um just asinine, just crazy. But, um, and so really that's what it is. You're giving a wholesaler an interest-free loan of your money and causing chaos in your life. Because if you want to grow, if you want to invest in point of care testing, if you want to do marketing, if you want to do anything to help grow your business, guess what? You need money. And unfortunately the wholesaler is holding all your money. And so that is why cash flow is generally the number one problem of pharmacy. And um, that's why I actually, I love shouting RX Cherry Pick. Um, I love having you on stage and, I, and I, I love doing that because you solve both those problems. You absolutely solve the cash flow problem because you do push those dates out. You get, I mean, amazing payment terms with some of the biggest companies out there. And that may not seem like much, oh, 45 days. When you understand cash flow, I mean, that's like, your weight in gold. I mean, it really is. It's it's your average prescription times a thousand dollars. That's what the equation is, and it's worth so much. But at the same time, you also do lower the cost of goods because you're getting that net upfront pricing. So you yeah. might pay five dollars, you know, to a big wholesaler, and you might be looking and hoping to get a two dollar rebate. But with RX Cherry Pick, you're not paying five dollars, and you're not paying three dollars. You're probably paying two fifty. So it's like there's a there's a small decrease on the actual cost of the drugs and there's a huge increase in the amount of cash flow you have and you really just put pharmacies in a better financial position and being in a better financial position not only is going to help you get through the DIR fee apocalypse when you're paying double the DIR fees um and just in case you're not aware what happens in 2024 is the DIR fees are gonna be applied at the point of sale. So that means at as the claim is billed. So your revenues are gonna be lowered because they're already taking out that DIR fee. And at the same time, in the beginning of 2024, you're gonna have your retro fees from the prescriptions in 2023. So there's gonna be a short time in 2024, probably somewhere around three to four months where a pharmacy is going to be paying double DIR fees. If you're having trouble now, just imagine, could I handle it if I had double DIR fees? Would I be able to pay my payroll? Would I be able to pay my wholesaler bill? And unfortunately, I mean, I'm not fear mongering here, but unfortunately, many pharmacies answers is no. 
they would not be able to make it. And so they're either going to fire sell their pharmacy or they're going to take on some bad investments or they're gonna charge a bunch of credit cards with 25% interest fees, or they're gonna do something desperate when now's the time to start positioning yourself. Now's the time to start you know, new revenue streams. Please start point of care testing, start offering cash prescriptions. Um, actually just today, our monthly mastermind meeting in our Pharmacy Badass University, the membership that we have was all on cash, cash, cash. We talked about cash prescriptions, cash products and cash flow and, you know, really trying to help our members, you know, get positioned, but start doing that now. So you have a whole year to get ready, but man, you're going to flourish in that year too. Like once you have cash and you can sleep well at night, you know, you get to do all these other things. So Craig, you've worked with a lot of pharmacies. You've seen them have that drastic increase of cash. Um, you know, on the outside looking in, what do you see those pharmacies doing? Like once they have that cash and they're experiencing that, like, what is the next thing that a lot of them go out and do? Well, it's funny, Lisa, that you bring that up because sleeping better (laughs) is, is such a key component. And, you know, it seems like a, a, a little thing, but these pharmacists are so dedicated to their community. So I have seen pharmacies where they have told me, I don't have a cash flow problem because they have mortgaged their home. They still have a problem. They're still now going, I'm going to lose my home now. And you you start making bad decisions when you're under that kind of stress. Um, I want to jump back to what you said when you were talking about net pricing. You did the classic, why? Why don't they give us net pricing? Well, my answer to you is right now, three companies control 680 billion dollars and have grown incredibly large because they don't give you net pricing. It's a good business model for them and they don't care that it's ruining independent pharmacy. So that's the answer. You you it's the brutal truth. Now, we're also going to one other thing I want to say is is to your people, and I know that they they know this distinction, but I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to go through a little exercise, is that rebates are not savings, okay? They do not make the mistakes of going, I'm saving by having a rebate. So we're going to take um, your compliance, okay? So let's say you're with, you know, a buying group in a a primary, and your compliance you're required to buy 22% in order to qualify for the highest rebate. And let's just pretend the highest rebate is 40%, okay? So you buy a $200 drug and you're gonna get a 40% rebate. Now I want the people looking at this to get their pen and paper out. $200 times 40% is $80. So your net price, if you can ever figure that out, like you said, 36 months out just yeah. is ridiculous. But your net price is $120, right? Your natural level using RX Cherry Pick is, is because you're not trying to force a compliance number is 10%. So you're overpaying by 120%. Yeah. So so a $200 drug will cost you 185 I mean will cost you $85 and then you're not paying it in some cases 
for 60 days. Okay, this is, this is how you really start to stoke the fire. And then you go to your bank and you sit down with your banker because you've been a risk. I, I, I can't believe that I have pharmacies that we start up with and they'll call me and they'll go, Craig, I'm sitting in the banker's bank, my bank's vice president's office. And we've gone to them for loans. The problem with banks is that's not a endless, they get more and more nervous and charge you more and more because they're watching your cycle close up. And at some point they ask the question, what are you going to do differently because you're going to be bankrupt? They will call me, put me on the speakerphone and the owner will say, Craig, can you um, tell us what we're gonna be doing differently and what the effect will be? I will tell them and the banker goes, well, I'm, well, I'm very comfortable with that because all he cares about is going, you mean in eight weeks, I'm gonna have a half a million dollars in my bank and now I can loan that half a million dollars out, it's a 30X. 15 million, I mean, a half a million gives him $30 million to loan out at interest rates. So everybody calms down. This is the power of that. You know, you, you have to be able to fill your bank. Rebates is very sophisticated transfer of funds out of your bank account to the primary's bank account. So anybody who talks to you, but it doesn't, you pick the number you know, 60% rebates. Why should you pay that much more? There's, there's, there's absolutely no benefit. That's the thing. And I, that's what I really had my realization that there's absolutely in, in 2020 and 2021, when I really dug into this, it's like, I, I always kind of knew, and this is what I find for most pharmacy owners and probably many of you listening, like, you know, you're overpaying for your generics, but what I didn't realize is just how much we were overpaying for generics. Yes. And when you talk about 60% rebates, boy, that sounds good. Like you get addicted to the savings, yeah. just like, you know, Black Friday shopping. It's like, you know, when you say 60%, you know, rebate, you're like cha-ching. And you're like, but wait a minute, I could purchase it out on the open market for, you know, a quote unquote 70% rebate price. So wait a minute, why yeah. would I overpay? And then have to wait three months to get my money back. Yeah. But only if I'm good, only yeah. if I don't somehow screw up something, you know, when I get on open market, I get it cheaper. Like it, it really started to not make any sense. There's no benefit. And a lot of people ask, um, well, what about brands? What about controls? So Craig, I'm going to ask you that. Those are the number one questions I get is what about brands? What about yes. controls? Yes. So let's take that example again. So let's say you're at. Um, a rebated uh, WAC minus five, okay? Which we'd all agree is a good WAC price. But you're invoiced at WAC minus 3.2. Or let's do, because my brain's old, let's just do an easy easy <laughs> number, WAC minus three. So that's two percentage points, right? Yep, yep. So if you're dispensing 200 prescriptions a day, let's just say you're buying $200,000 of brands and generics, okay? And your monthly spend on generic drugs with your primary is probably around $50,000, right? Yep. So that leaves you with 150, 
2% of $150,000 is $3,000, right? Yep. Except, you know, let's say on RX Cherry Pick, because you're doing it, you're pressurizing the whole portfolio, you are, are now um, cutting your cost of generics in half. So, yes, you might end up spending $3,000 more on your brands, but you just put $25,000 in your bank account. Okay. Who has been teaching people that, you know what, you got to lower your cost on brands and you start segregating this thing out? It's the big three. They want you to stop looking at the big picture. Yeah. And by the way, the bulk of our vendors that sell brands, um, are at three and a half. So that number even gets smaller. Yeah, so I, I agree. It's the, um, it's the misconception that somehow you're, you're, but I, I would lose money if, you know, I paid whack minus three on my brands. I would lose it on all my claims. And it's like, you're losing that money anyways. I would rather know the actual price I pay for my drug. And then let me make that decision. If, do I want to dispense this based on reimbursement? Do I want to dispense this based on the value of the patient? Like, just tell me my actual numbers so that way I can make some transparent and intelligent decisions about my pharmacy and which prescriptions I'm dispensing. And I will say that, you know, the, the example that you just gave, you know, you're spending an extra 25,000 in generic to save 3000 on brands. That sounds unreasonable or crazy or something Craig just made up, but no, that, that is actually what most pharmacies are doing. That is pretty standard. And so when I really do tell pharmacies, move your generics away from the primary, pay the brand minus three, that's okay. Pay the extra $3,000. You just saved $20,000 over here. Your net profit dollars, which is what I'm most concerned about. I own pharmacies. All I really care about is the net profit dollar your net profit dollars just went up by 17,000. Like it's just, it just boosted. And so compliance doesn't mean anything if you're paying more dollars. And, um, you know, and that's where I think uh, we've really been duped by the big three and, and this, this known knowledge that this is the way you have to play the game. And it does. I've, I talked to some pharmacy owners. It feels very scary stepping out of the norm. It feels very scary going against the grain but it will feel a whole lot better in two months when you are sitting on more cash than you ever thought was possible in your pharmacy and you get to sleep at night and you you have the energy to play with your kids at night and because all that worry and all that stress is absolutely gone so if you want to improve your mental health and improve your pharmacy improve your cash flow and that's definitely going to help so Craig, we've we've talked a lot. We've thrown a bunch of numbers, probably made people do math when they weren't expecting to do math. But if they want to call you maybe tomorrow morning after a fresh cup of coffee and so they can figure all this out, what is the best way that someone can contact you to kind of get a feel for what the impact of moving away from their primary might have on their pharmacy? I will give you three methods. Um, The first method is you can call me and my direct line, and you can call me anytime. I'm like Lisa, I'm a small business owner. I don't keep hours. So Saturday, Sunday, late at night, if you call me three in the morning, I will call you back at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so you can call me at 763-772-3319, or you can email me and I will ask you, can ask, I will ask you a couple of questions and give you a free cash flow and savings quote. 
And that email address is Craig, C-R-A-I-G, at Cortland Data, and it's spelled C-O-R-T-L-A-N-D-D-A-T-A.com. Um, also, Lisa has my contact information. And yeah, both one of the favorite things Lisa likes me to do is point you towards our webpage, which is one of the ugliest webpages in the industry. It is, it is the ugliest website you will ever see. Please don't judge RX Cherry Picks awesomeness by the look of their website. Um, I will just put that out there right now. <laughs> we get straight to the point and and uh, you can go down to the bottom page and click a link and you can get me an email there too. So you have a lot of options. If you have questions about the industry, about rebate structures, those sort of things, you can call me up. I'm happy to talk to you. I learn more from pharmacists than they learn from me. And, and I am happy to talk to you. And if I can be of service, just let me know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, chatting with me to, uh, today, Craig. I am sure we're going to chat more as we get closer and closer to the DIR fee apocalypse of 2024, as yep. we both try to shout from the rooftops that pharmacy owners need to get their cash flow in line in order to weather this storm. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you again soon. And thank bye you bye. so much for watching, everyone. Thank you, Lisa. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a Pharmacy Badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.